Welcome to this week's podcast from Free Chapel in Orange County. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, check out our website at freechapel.org. With me in 1 Peter, I want to read, just read this quick verse in 1 Peter um, chapter 2 and verse 24. And uh, I'm reading from the, uh, the New King James. Um, I'm not going to read from my iPad. I'm going to read from my regular Bible because it just feels that much more powerful. And uh, here we go. You ready? First Peter 2 and 24. For, uh, he who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died in sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. I want to just read it again. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. You know, when we look at this incredible story that we remember on this day, the story of Jesus being crucified. Typically these days, it's sort of, I think in church, we come into these services and we're not sort of sure how we're meant to act because we're so used to coming to church pumped and excited. But then this day, we're sort of remembering something that sort of has an excitement because we know what happens and it's, but then it's sort of somber as well. And we sort of, we're sort of not sure, you know, not sure how to, how to sort of act, whether we act like we're at a funeral or do we act like we're at a birthday party. We sort of come in and we're like, hey. I don't know about you, but for me, uh, I find Good Friday to be, um, one where I'm sort of trying to contain my excitement a little bit. I'm a passionate person. Um, I, I find Good Friday is the one where I'm trying as best as I possibly can to be on my best behaviour because I do recognise that there is a sombre element to, to what we're reading about. I was thinking of back when I lived, before I got married, I lived with um, two other guys. We lived in an apartment and, and a flat together. And we used to love watching football, like the real football, Australian rules football, and <laughs> where we don't have pads and, and helmets. And, and we used to love watching football. And, and one of my buddies actually had a nighttime job where he would work in the nights. And so when there was a game on, if there was a game on at night, he wouldn't, he, wouldn't, uh, he wouldn't be able to watch the game. So what he would do is, while me and my other friend, we would watch the game live, he would have to wait till the next day before he could watch the replay of the game. And so we would come out the next day and me and my buddy, we've seen the game and he hasn't seen the game. So he would say to us, don't say anything. So of course, we're on our best behaviour. We're like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you who wins. And I would watch him go through. We were playing Australian Rules football four quarters. I would watch him sit through four quarters and he would get to the fourth quarter and his team is down by a few goals and there might only be five minutes left. Now, I've already seen the game. I know that his team wins. And I would watch there in a moment, I'd stand in the kitchen and watch him and try as best I can to not act excited because 
He wants, he's actually a little bit down because he's not sure of how it's going to turn out. And that's how I feel like on Good Friday a little bit. I feel like I, 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 do, I, I do look at these, these footage of, of reenactments of what Jesus did, but, but I know what happens on Sunday, so I find it hard a little bit. I'm like, I'm sort of caught, do you feel like me? I'm sort of caught in this in-between a little bit. Because we know what happens. We know that while it was sombre at the time, the blood that he shed carried power with it. And we know that while it was difficult in the moment, that there was victory coming again on Sunday. You can clap. I give you permission. That was one of those moments where we're like, uh, should we... Jesus, you know, I'm sorry, but we know about Sunday. It's out, you know. You want to clap? Go clap again. It feels good, you know. But it is important, I think, um, for all those that are just upset. It is important, um, I do think, for us to understand that the, while there is an element that we celebrate at Easter, there is all, 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 also an element of remembrance where what we're doing today is we're remembering that while there was a victory on Sunday, the pain that he faced on Friday was real. I do think that, that we do need to remind ourselves that while he was God, he was all God and all man. That the battle that he went through in the Garden of Gethsemane, it was it was real and the pain that he felt, he felt it as a man. It was, there was a real sacrifice that our Jesus paid for us. But this verse that we read in 1 Peter, these two words that jump out at me are the two words that, as I looked at this verse, essentially separate this verse into two parts who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, then comes these words, that we. If you look up what that means, the interpretation, it means for this purpose. That this verse is saying Jesus went through what he went through, part one, for this purpose. And that's what I want to talk to you tonight, just a few minutes. I want to talk on pain with a purpose. Because when we look at this story of Jesus and we look at every single thing that he went through on a cross, understand that people from the outside looking in on this scenario of Jesus being, look, being crucified, it looked like that the enemy was in control, but God had a purpose. It looked like absolute hopelessness. It looked like this whole life of Jesus is coming to a complete horrible crash burn ending that nobody could understand. It looked like the enemy had actually taken over, but God was still in control. There was, there was actually a purpose to his pain, that it was strategic. 
That every single thing that these soldiers did to our Jesus on this day, it was strategic. There is a strategic purpose to every single drop of blood that he shed on this day. I want to show you real quickly, in fact, how strategic this blood was, how purposeful. Not one single drop was wasted. I love Jesus. I love that when it looked like he was down and out, he was in complete control. There was a plan, there was a purpose. In fact, he was doing something not for himself, but something for us. There was a purpose. If you look at it, there was actually there was actually seven places that Jesus bled. And I want to just talk to you about Real quickly, the first place of the first story we read of Jesus first bleeding in this story of the crucifixion begins in the Garden of Gethsemane, where Luke 22 and verse 44 tells us that Jesus actually sweat drops of blood. What does this mean to us today? What's the purpose of those drops that were that were shed? in the garden of Gethsemane. Understand what's happening in that scenario is Jesus is in a battle of flesh and spirit because Jesus is in this place where his flesh man doesn't wanna do something, but his spirit man knows that he has to. Jesus is in this place where his flesh is trying to control what he does or doesn't do in this scenario. You ever been like that before where your flesh wants to do something? But you know, we're not gonna be honest. I know it's Good Friday, let's play Christian. But, but you, 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 know, you know in your spirit, I want you to picture the blood of Jesus pushing through the flesh in a sense in this scenario when Jesus' blood is being pushed through his flesh. It's almost like a statement in the spirit of saying, I'm going to deny my flesh in this moment and my spirit is going to guide me and not my flesh. This is the blood that empowers us to live by the spirit of God. This is the blood that comes upon us and gives us everything we need to deny our flesh and to not give in to what our flesh man wants, but to live for the will and purpose of our God. That was the purpose of this blood for us. It says that the, the next time in this crucifixion story, this story of Good Friday that Jesus bled, once they arrested him and they took him, the first thing that they did before they put the crowns on his head and before they whipped him, in fact, even before he went to Pilate, they actually beat him. Bible says that they struck him, says that they punched him. In Luke 22 and 64, it says that they punched him in the face. The second place that, that Jesus actually bled was it was an internal bleeding that was bruising. We know when we get a bruise on our flesh, what's happening, it's actually internal bleeding. What this does is, it signifies to us that the blood of Jesus covers the, the internal sins that we deal with sometimes. 
If you, in fact, look, you'll know the scripture in Isaiah 53 and verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The bruising, the internal bleeding that Jesus experienced had purpose. And its purpose was for our iniquities. If you look up what that word iniquities means, it means the the crookedness or perverseness. But if you study it, the interpretation that they actually describe of the difference between iniquities and sin is it actually says this, it's speaking not so much of a sinful action, but more of a sinful character. This is what the bruising, the blood of Jesus covers and deals with in our lives. The sin that perhaps we haven't committed yet, but it's in our heart. The bitterness that we have towards somebody that maybe we haven't outworked it, but it's in us. The blood of Jesus has a purpose to cleanse us of that iniquity. Next thing that happened, we know the story was the crown of thorns. It speaks to me of the blood of Jesus that when those thorns went into his head and the blood began to bleed out of his head, it speaks to me of the blood of Jesus that can cleanse our minds. The blood of Jesus that because of those drops, those drops had a purpose as well, that because of those drops, I have the authority through Jesus Christ as my Lord and Saviour to bind my mind to the mind of Christ, that I have the authority through the blood of Jesus Christ to come against anxiety over my thinking, to come against fear over my thinking. That blood, that pain had a purpose. That while it was a mockery, it was something that these soldiers were trying to do as a joke, as a mockery, to put together 72 thorns and make it into a crown and put it on Jesus' head, thinking that they were just scoffing at Him, mocking Him, that that blood that came out of that mockery had a purpose. And with that blood, I can cleanse and bind my mind to the mind of Christ. That because of that blood, that ran down his face, we have authority over our thought life to take every single thought captive, to command our thinking to come in line with the Word of God, that I don't have to give in to anxiety and stress because the blood of Jesus and the thorns that bled out of his head give me authority over it. It says that they then took him and they whipped him. 39 times with what they called a cat of nine tails. Nine strips of leather where they would embed bits of broken glass and bone and metal into each strip of leather. And on the end of the strips of leather, there would be a hook much like a large fish hook. Nine strips of leather, they whipped him 39 times. 351 times a strip of leather was dragged across the back of Jesus. They say that a well-trained Roman soldier with one motion had the ability to remove the flesh from a man's back in one whipping motion. They whipped Jesus 39 times. But by his stripes, we are healed. While it was looking like it was going to be the beating that was going to kill him, that beating and that pain had 
purpose. That there was purpose in it. That it wasn't being wasted, that every drop of it was for us. His hands, the Bible says, they, they took his hands and they pierced his hands. Speaks to us of the blood of Jesus to bless the work of our hands. The Bible says that whatever your hands find to do, do it with all of your might. The work is actually not a part of the curse. Work is what releases the blessing in my life. When I put my hands to it, I activate God to bless me. I activate God. Too many of us stand back and do nothing and say, God, bless me. No, put your hands on it. And when you do it, remember that His hands were pierced with the blood of Jesus so that we can be blessed. Pressed down, shaken together, that blood on His hands, it had a purpose. When I go to work each day and when you get up and go to your job each day, you remind yourself, you know what? He, he, he hung on a cross so that I can be blessed. I'm gonna walk in that power, that pain that he experienced, it had a purpose. His feet. It speaks to us, the feet in the Bible spoke of dominion. That's why God said to Joshua, everywhere you set your foot, I'm going to give it to you. So every single time that we get up and we go somewhere, we have authority because the blood of Jesus, that bled out of Jesus' feet, gives us authority to take that ground. That you have authority, whether you feel it or not that you have authority because of what Jesus did on that cross. The young people, when you walk into that school, you don't walk without purpose. You don't walk, you, you, you're not the, the beat down. You're not the one that's just trying to make, you have authority in Jesus. In fact, God has, I pray it over my son every single night. I pray it over my own life that the steps of a righteous man would be ordered by the Lord, that God would order his steps, that God will order my steps, that every single step I take, it has a purpose. Because I don't order and my God orders and the Word tells me that. And because of the blood that poured out at His feet, when they nailed those spikes through His feet, I cannot just walk aimlessly. I can take that ground for the Kingdom of God. That we can, we can walk with purpose. You can walk with purpose in your job, even if perhaps it's not the ideal job you want right now, it's the job that God has given you right now. Be faithful in the little and it'll unlock the much. Walk onto that job like it's the best job you've ever had in your life. Take authority over that thing. It had purpose. And the last thing is we come to in a minute, we're gonna take this communion, the last thing. The Bible says that, that Jesus died, said that He died. He breathed His last breath, but then the soldiers came up, they, they wanted to make sure. And normally what they would do is they would, they would break the legs of the men hanging on the cross and that would essentially finish the job. But the prophecy said that not one bone on his body would be broken. Don't you love how in control God was? 
that while all of that was happening to him, that not one bone would be broken. The soldier takes the spear and throws the spear in the side of Jesus. And Jesus bleeds out that final time. But he's already dead. You know what I felt like that meant that this meant to me? Meant to me that when we're in those situations that we feel like are dead and over. When we're facing things that we feel like are utterly hopeless and dead, there's no life in it at all. That Jesus bled from that point. Another drop of blood that gives me the power to speak to dead things in my life and say, you know what, even though it's dead, when Jesus was dead, He still bled one more time. So when I feel like giving up and when I feel like it's all over and when I feel like there's no hope, He is my hope. It doesn't matter if it's dead, He bled again so I can speak to my situation and call life out again. His pain, His pain had purpose. Your pain has purpose. The situations that we go through that are painful, they all have purpose. You know why? Because His Word tells us, Romans 8, 28. For we know that all things, all things, this is like the Trump Scripture not so much referring to our current president, but let's not get political. <laughs> but this is like that verse that you're like, you know what? All things, every stinking, mangy, horrible situation, that, that is what Jesus died for. Every single bit of pain that I'm going to walk through. My pain has purpose. Give Him praise if you're grateful. It's got a purpose. It's got purpose. It's got purpose. I don't know what it is, but it's got purpose. I know you might be going through some things and you, you can't work it out. That's where faith kicks in. But the Word tells me He's got purpose. It's painful. I don't understand it, but it's got a purpose. And I activate that purpose through the blood of Jesus Christ. Every single drop had a purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you were blessed.